Cassidy Sargent. Hey, Andrew Street. Now, Cassidy, are you ready? I'm ready. Cassidy, tonight, never before done, we're going to talk about Stephen King's The Last of Us 2. Wow. I'm ready. We're going all out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Gone Gold, the goldest video game podcast on the internet. Video games are too long. Podcasts are too long. We're here to talk about The Last of Us Part 2. There's going to be tons of spoilers. This is your first and final warning. You haven't played The Last of Us 2? Maybe don't listen to this. You read the spoilers online? You're fine. We're going to talk about those. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back. Enjoy. It's going to be a rough ride. Before we do that, let's do a quick roll call. Cassie Sargent, you heard him there. He's joining us tonight. Video games are too long. Life is too long. Am I right? <laughs> Life is way too long. Life is strange. They say. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, life is strange too. They also say. Elmer Guardado also here tonight. Life is too long. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I can stand by that. Mm, mm. Life is strange. Mm. Mm. And rounding us out, Sam Atherton. Life is like a sinner sandwich. Mm-hmm. Life is like. The Last of Us. Ladies and Life gentlemen. Life is like. <laughs> you might be wondering. <laughs> Before we get started, you might be wondering. Where's the fifth member of this podcast? Where's Halo, Robert Crackdown. There he is. Oh, I hear him. Poker. Robert Mecky, otherwise known as Robert Jr. Jr. Before we start the show, I want to say Robert... Talked a lot of shit about The Last of Us. He had some strong opinions on it. You would know that if you listened to this show. And you might be wondering why he's not here to talk about those strong opinions. Well, in a shocking turn of events, Robert loved The Last of Us Part 2 so much. He beat it last night. He loved it so much. He texted me individually, said, I can't be on the show. It was too good. I can't. He didn't want to eat crow. It's Mm -hmm. over. He'll be back at some point in the future. Everything will be okay, but he loved the game. So please tweet at him at Robert Jr. Jr. Tell him you're so happy to find out that he loved The Last of Us Part Two and that he enjoyed it so much. Thank you. He's actually getting right now a Neil Druckmann tattoo. That's why he's not here. That's <laughs> oh personal my growth, God. man. A he, Neil Druckmann he actually, portrait. I'm pretty sure unsubscribed from Game Pass, subscribed to PlayStation Now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he was so moved by the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Video games are he, art, dude. They have impacts. He's getting Ellie's tattoo. Mm-hmm. It's going to look good on him. He's got long arms. Mm-hmm. Dude, he just texted me right now and said, Little Big Planet Racing, better than Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. changed, dude. He's wow. a new man. Yeah. He's a Sony pony. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a Sony pony. He's the pony. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. The Last of Us Part 2. We've all beaten it. We're going to talk about it. Let the spoilers flow. Cassidy, you beat it most recently. I beat it yesterday. I beat it last night. And uh, I, I, yeah, I finished the uh, seventh ending last night. Uh, boy, that game has a lot of endings. Yeah. Quite a few. It does. Uh, but I enjoyed it, you know, on the whole, just like, uh, uh, 
big picture thoughts. I thought it was great. Um, I think that there are are perfectly logical and reasonable reasons to to not like the game or to not want to support the company if you're like a big labor practice person. Totally get that. Uh, but yeah, don't really get why this is the game uh, that is just under the microscope and it's just getting picked apart because I, I had a great time with it. I definitely had a few issues, but uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. And I think before I think we'll we'll probably dive into the story first, because that's probably the most important thing of the game. But I think you can't talk about the story without the controversy. This game, I thought the story was good. It's not like some mind blowing piece of fiction. It's not like going to change the world. That's why I don't understand the controversy. It's just it's the same in my eyes. It's the same as The Last of Us. This is like a well told zombie story about like an individual like these individuals i don't know why like people are like it's on it's both it's either it's the most incredible piece of fiction of all time or the other side which is like freaking out that it's the most poorly written thing they've ever read or ever watched and played through uh in comparison to the last of us one which is exactly the same i thought now i've done some research andrew i went out into the fields mm-hmm uh, you know, I beat The Last of Us, I think, first out of all of us. And I was very thirsty to talk to someone about it. So I went on the Twitter, The Last of Us 2 hashtag, the Monday after the game came out. Very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man. Like, that just reminds you that everyone has access to the internet. You know? There's just... you've you Because, you know, you build your own little bubbles. But when you don't have that bubble to protect you, it's a fucking scary place. Uh, but a lot of one of the biggest takes I kept seeing on why they hated the story basically was because they did not like that the story was even the tiniest bit subversive. And I don't think the story is that subversive to begin with. But like it seemed like a lot of people, you know, I saw I saw like people put it out like this is how you fix the game, Neil Druckmann. Jesus. And it's just like Ellie gets captured. Joel saves her. They're about to shoot Ellie. Joel jumps in front of her and takes the bullet. And then the game ends because Joel's the hero. It was just like the least interesting, you know, version of of the story. Yeah. So it seems like that might be the issue is that like they got they thought they knew what they were going to get and they didn't get that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I also think there's some, you know, people masking their misogyny and and. Bad, you know, sociopolitical takes, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, can we, you can't you you can't ignore that shit. Can we flat um, out say that if you didn't like this game because there was an LGBTQ character and a transgender character, like fuck you? Can we say oh, that? We can say that. That's okay. an easy take. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you. Easy one. Um, easy win. Yeah, I no. do think like people were mad about Joel dying. I mean, a lot of the criticisms reminded me of the Last Jedi. Like a lot of people yeah. didn't like that. You know, Luke wasn't this big hero. It's like, well, people didn't like that Joel died and wasn't this big hero. People didn't like, you know, I think not liking that you play as the murderer. Maybe there's some valid criticism there. I didn't feel that especially. Um, I, You know, there was a lot of things like Joel wouldn't have been in the same room as Abby. He wouldn't have given his real name. He would have known. All that he would have been six so steps ahead. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, guys? I'm like, he's a human being. He's not like some fucking... It's not like we got Tom Clancy out here. 
Like, <laughs> also, I love the fact just the the notion across any like criticism like that is like you can you can totally say the story was not good, but that specific take even in movies bugs me because it's like no, you don't know this character better than the person who wrote it. Even if the character ends up being shitty and unlikable. They still knew that that was the character, you know. They it's just, like, it's like, also it's just yeah. like some cinema sins bullshit of like, yeah, yeah you yep. can you can pick absolutely anything apart if you want. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you're always gonna okay. find a plot anyway. Hole. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I dove into the negativity part first. Say it's part your of piece. the narrative, man. No, Say yeah, your I mean, piece, and then yeah. we can move on to actually talking about the game. All right. No. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I thought we were that wrapping was, up. Final was, thoughts. I needed. thought it was that good, was man. I thought there were there were like a lot of great moments throughout the game. Um, you know, uh, I, I thought like the tension sort of throughout because the my biggest question going into the game was like, when is Ellie going to find out and how that Joel has like lied and betrayed to her? at the end of, of Last of Us Part One. So I thought that was like a really great setting and like a really great tension to like kick the game off. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and then and then we're fucking off to the races. Yeah, I think that, you know, waiting for that to happen, then just <clears throat> like the interpersonal Ellie, Dina, like I liked their vibe. Mm-hmm. Um the whole like setting out on the journey to find them, like when you first get to Seattle, like that open area riding around on like with the mm-hmm. two of them. And it did that sort of Uncharted 4 thing where it's like, oh, let's ride over here, jump in, do a thing. Then you come out. It's like, oh, what were you saying before? It's like, oh, I was telling you this story about something like I dug all of that. Um, yeah, it felt very fluid. Yeah. And I think that even in the gameplay, there's like a lot of fluidity to everything. The stealth going from stealth to action like Mm -hmm. even even going from like stealth to combat like it it was i I think i might have talked about this last week it's a lot less binary for like okay i've blown the situation and now i have to fight it's like you can re-enter stealth really at any moment it just kind of yeah flows back and forth yeah 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 and you know i think for the most part the story worked for me i think there was some things multiple endings being one of them uh, but I, I think overall, like, I don't know, at least the vibe that I got and the takeaways that I got, I thought that like, I don't know, Ellie kind of has to realize that Joel is a shitty person, right? Like at least my takeaway was realizing like the harm Joel did to Abby, sympathizing with Abby at the end, right? Like there's this, I'm going to break the cycle, so to speak, um, which I kind of dug the ending you, hit, you get the farmhouse, then there's like another hour something section. I know we needed to see that, but yeah. like there's a bunch of combat in between that that I didn't need at that point. Mm-hmm. Like I was like ready to see this through. The Santa Barbara combat. Yeah, it's like once I got to like the big compound with the nameless, faceless, uh, no ideology. The biker gang. Yeah, yeah gang. The Rattlers. It's like, I didn't need this. I know that they had to do it to set up Abby oh. in, in that situation. Yeah. Which I appreciated. But it was mm-hmm. like in the moment playing through those combat sections, I think I was like, all right. I think I was ready for the game to end a little bit. I think that's like ago. this game's version of like, you know, The Last of Us 1. I think the biggest criticism and the fairest is that like, that hospital section just feels like a marathon. Like we have to heighten 
the stress and difficulty and like uh and and you know it's to to a point i guess right like you don't you do need that to make that whole last moment work kind of um but i still think it was a little overdone and that's definitely what this felt uh, where it was just like very video gamey, right? They even give you the the Silas SMG, which I love, just because <laughs> they're like, bro, we know, we yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> we know. Um, and Go then off, also, King. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then also just like how absolutely removing Ellie and Abby's uh, uh, story to the side, that last section is just so like gross and awful and depressing like <laughs> they are the most the most evil i think humans have gotten have been de- de- uh, depicted in this post-apocalyptic world and it just felt like they had to heighten that energy they're like how can we make this already like miserable exhausting feeling game feel extra mis- miserable and exhausting and uh they found a way to do it but it wasn't necessarily like yeah, I didn't dislike the section. I thought there was enough interesting new stuff. I thought chaining up the, you know, the the clickers and stuff was cute. Yeah. And, was and you know cool. it's your last section, so you're fucking dumping all your resources. <laughs> um, but it definitely yeah. has that problem where you're just like, oh, I, I was I was already exhaling for this to end. Yeah. yeah, I think that part was super necessary. And I think the length was fine. Like, I think the overall the game was maybe a little too long. But I think that last section was like the right length. But they could have trimmed some of the other sections a little bit to make it feel a little bit more cohesive. Um, so I think that was like a pretty important part of the game mm-hmm. just to kind of that, like I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah that you needed to see Abby in that situation and yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm talking out of my ass, obviously there's, there's no evidence for this, but mm-hmm. I got the vibe that we're making the last of us part two And then a couple of months into production of that, a smaller team is working on like a lost legacy type thing. We have a conference at the end of the year. We should just intertwine these. Let's just make it one big Last of Us Part Two. We'll refit the story a little bit. We'll have them like connect a bit more. Like I felt like. It wasn't always meant to be both playthroughs sort of like both character runs in the game oh i don't think so because it felt it felt it it did feel very long to me it felt very long i think so too especially i mean in comparison to the last of us one i mean it's like almost seven hours longer Mm. than that game Mm -hmm. um and i think one of my major criticisms i think is that when you go from ellie to abby it's like a screeching halt I yes it's mm-hmm. like restart there go all my the upgrades there goes all my shit yeah and even just the momentum right like the momentum in that ellie section was like we just saw some shit some shit popped off people are dying you and then my it's friends. like screeching halt i'm walking Dude, jesse dies things. like nothing nothing yeah. nobody and then that's it <laughs> yeah and <laughs> Yeah, I was so mad when, I, when that shit happened. <laughs> I was like, no, I like him. See, I thought I thought that was really a really interesting take because, you know, up in this point, up until that point, it was like, this is Ellie's story of revenge. And then we find out that Joel killed Abby's dad and like, oh, now we're like kind of dealing with like Abby's like she finished her revenge story. And then what? 
and like you know and that i thought that was a really cool kind of duality like continuation. yeah well, mm-hmm. and, and and i want to be clear like i appreciate what they did and i think that they did a good job making it work um because like i i it's an interesting concept for you to play the first whatever fucking 15 hours of the game being like fuck all these motherfuckers i'm gonna stomp their <laughs> head in. i'm gonna shank them for what they fucking did to joel and you do and then it's like okay let's get to know these people and like now you're going to be rooting for these people um and like kind of have you examine it in that way and like i i think that that's interesting and your mileage may vary on how it affected you or whatever but i think that they did that really effectively um and more effectively than other games that i think try to do that like i've seen people meme on this game right of oh every time you kill someone it's oh helen scott (laughs) you know it's like my dog mabel no it's like yeah and the game is sort of like pulling at at your heartstrings i guess with that but it does more than that too like it puts you in the in the shoes of these guys and like puts you in their life and talks you through their problems and like paints your previous heroes as like the bad guys which i think is like an interesting take and a cool take on top of like you know all of the revenge themes and a cycle and blah 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 blah. to both of y'all's point i think because i I would agree that there is kind of like a screeching halt that might have been a a problem that just didn't have a solution and i think maybe they tried their best by you know giving abby different weapons putting her in different like situations that like a yeah. buff girl could be in, whereas, you know, some of the shit Abby has to do, it's like a shit Ellie would never have to do, right? So I thought that was cool to, like, make it at least a little different, but I will agree, like, the first two hours, maybe the first hour of Abby, I'm kind of mad because oh yeah, I'm like, I see what you're doing, Neil Druckmann, and th- th- I feel like I had this moment oh, so much in the game where I'm like, I know what you're doing. You're going to make me play as her, and I'm going to fucking, oh, yeah, you know? But but here's the thing, yo, Druckmann. I don't give a We're fuck about so her. We're not so different after all. I don't give a fuck about her because she killed Joel. And I care so much about Ellie. Ellie is so wrong. Ellie's, Ellie's, Ellie's a monster. Like, it's, you know, she, the sins of their fathers and all, you know. But, like, I, was, I didn't care. I was just so invested in Ellie. And then the, the, the hat trick is, oh, fuck. Like, the Abby storyline is as compelling, if not more compelling, than Abby's... Uh, I mean, then Ellie's story. So I thought that it was interesting that like they did find a way to like get me back in even when I was out. Um, and I think one of the best fucking moments in the game that really, I think, proves that it it just really worked was the moment, the sniper battle, which is admittedly from a gameplay section, not maybe the worst part of the game. With Tommy. Yeah. But the reveal of Tommy, <clears throat> Manny getting killed, and just that reverse thing that happens, where you're just like, fuck Manny, fuck this guy the whole time. Even when he's your friend, you're like, you're annoying, you, you're a little bitch, get out of here. He <laughs> dies, you're sad because he was there, he, he came back for you. And then you're, you're swearing the sniper, and then it's Tommy, and you're like, oh, fuck, Tommy. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like, fuck, yeah. it worked. That moment was so fucking interesting, and the yeah. back and forth of it was... uh was just fun like i don't know like that's some shit that like i haven't haven't seen any like a game do before for sure yeah especially with like uh like the section before santa barbara where you're playing as abby and you're fighting ellie i thought that was one of the coolest sections 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where it's like, oh, fuck, I really don't want to do this. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, um, but I think that's what made it. That's what makes it so like effective. Um, Did any of you yeah. like get killed by Ellie in that section? Yes. I, I let it happen on purpose just to see it. So <laughs> I, I like bit, yeah. that. Like you have to fight her. I hated that fight. I thought it was like, I don't know. I thought that gameplay part was like hiding behind the boxes and like, I just didn't enjoy it. And you have to you do hear it. her like, yeah. And you're she's like crafting and you're <laughs> throwing the bottles. Like, I don't know. It just, it was like, I, cause I kept fucking it oh, up and dying. That one. And it's like, here's like yeah. this boss fight, like this important moment in this story game. And Naughty Dog, I think like, I think Uncharted 4 had the same issue. It's like, here's this intense story game. The climax is coming, and now you got to do like this completely different from the normal gameplay. That sword fight interaction. That sword, yep. And it's like (laughs) I'm dying and fucking it up, and I'm like, all right, this hit like the first time. Now I've died three times, like an idiot, and it's like not working so much. Um, Yeah, but I I I did think the I thought the character switch like definitely did hurt the momentum but i think and i'm sure that they had this discussion within the studio it's like the alternative if we go sort of back and forth right and we do a little bit of abby and a little bit of ellie you're never gonna side with abby yeah right because you're gonna get regular doses of ellie and ellie's perspective and we have a history with ellie so i think once you commit that you're gonna show both sides of the story you have to do it in chunks like that yeah but yeah but it does hurt it does hurt the game is so long i think because it needs to take the time to make you sympathize with these characters who not only killed the character you really like but we know nothing about right like they had to do there was a lot to get across i think Mm -hmm. and there there are at times like i really liked it i thought it was effective i did not care about any of the characters i thought they were all boring as fuck and then, like, the deeper I got into it, I was like, okay, like, I actually like this dude's aquarium and that he's setting it up for Christmas oh, and there's yeah. this little love triangle. Mm-hmm. Like, I like it. Um, the, the the love triangle and so many other threads like that that, like, had no right or maybe even need to be that interesting was, like, so cool how many times they, like, tried it and knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Like, there was, yeah. I think, yeah. not one character that was just, like, truly Garbo wasted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lot, lots of good little NPCs dropped in there. Like all the Dina, Jesse, Ellie interactions I thought were good. Uh, you know, all like you guys said, the Owen and Meg and uh, Abby stuff. Like even, even the little drops of like Isaac that we got with Abby. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, ooh, what's going on with this dude? And what's going on with the <laughs> scars? And you're getting like little bits and pieces in the notes. Like I, I thought they did a good job of like, dropping breadcrumbs but not being too much of like uh yeah you know two two skeletons in a bed and they're holding the bible that explains the entire backstory yeah (laughs) and i think that there was like there was moments where it was like i wish that we had more context or like Mm -hmm. knew the characters more like the game is already so long they are limited in time that they can tell me everything about these people and there's a big group of people so like i i've what's the woman in the hospital i'm forgetting her name nora nora Nora. like i felt like i don't know shit about nora or why i should care about her um and it's like i like nora there was like like no time to like really tell me about her like she helped me and that was nice but it was like i wish there was more time to like flesh them out which to cass's point makes it feel like 
maybe at some point like there was a plan to not have these be two cohesive things uh or like could have been space to to do more with them um yeah but yeah i thought that the switch did work for me the thing that didn't work and this adds to the length the length i felt the most in moments where it was like all right we're walking to the hospital is right there we're going and like the game loves to do the wall or the the fucking floor collapses the bridge breaks every time there was like a long like a big jump to something i was like all right my destination's right on the other side and you jump hit the bar and it breaks it's like those but started I, to yeah. drag when the game went on in length and i think that's kind of where i i i definitely get that that's what they were doing to make the game longer but i feel like that's what would maybe actually happen in this like kind of world Mm-hmm. So it seems like, you know, getting three blocks and it takes so like a long time, I think was kind of effective to like, that's, you know, that's the world that they live in. And that's just how it kind of goes. I think um, like, I do think so. I think it's more just like when I hit like hour 15, I'm like, yeah. all right, I thought that this was going to be like maybe a 10 hour game and I got like four hours left to go. I, yeah. I also think like gameplay pacing wise, both the Abbey section and the Ellie section had a, a chunk that was like short period of gameplay, short period of story, short period of gameplay, short period of story. Like and none of it's too juicy. It's just like, you know, oh, let's get over to that coffee shop. OK, combat thing. All right, let's get to that bookstore. OK, combat thing where we could have lifted like a few of those out, I thought, because, again, just like gameplay pacing like that that felt a little repetitive to me in a few spots yeah yeah did you guys definitely go ahead uh, i'm gonna switch over to there was like some gameplay moments that i that i thought were really cool did you there was one where i i was crafting something and then a guy grabbed me did Mm -hmm. you guys get that Mm -hmm. happened to me two different times dude oh that only happened to me once but well there's one where it's like scripted in the game like it's like i think it leads into a cutscene i think yeah yeah but then there's one where I was doing it and I was like, fuck it. It's a game. There's guys over there, but they're like oh, two walls over. It's fine. And I was spending so much like time trying to decide what to do that. Like, yeah, dude, they came and fucking started shooting at me. Wow. Really? Jeez. I didn't know that. Yeah. And that if was, you if you wear neat. your headphones when that's happening, you can hear them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. There are some spooky uh, moments. The game is genuinely dude, this is the scary. first game I've ever played with full headphones because uh, Lexi's with me right now. And, you know. It's too mean to do that at like 10 p.m. <laughs> when she's trying to go to bed. Yeah. Um, I was like, I think I'm going to play every game with headphones now. I had the most. Oh, yeah. Obviously, this is also a game that's going to like, you know, try to get the most out of that kind of shit. Yeah. But um, I just had such a great experience noticing shit that like, I'm like, wow, I just can't. I can't believe that sound. Someone made that sound. <laughs> yeah. And playing with headphones made it spookier for me because there's definitely some mm-hmm. moments where it's like dark and scary and i know something's gonna pop out or and i i have said this to elmer before like naughty dog loves the for the forced camera perspective when you're squeezing through a tight space and a yeah. hand Someone comes out you. fucking yeah. grabs you it's they like you're not above a jump scare no like <laughs> the game and the game like genuinely gets a little survival horror in section and not just with the zombies like there were times like with the scars where it's like oh i'm fucking scared i hear the whistling i don't know where they are it's like I haven't fully upgraded my like uh, my hearing length yet, so I can't mm-hmm. see them. 
it's like, but I know that they can hit me with their fucking arrows and I got to pull that out. Like it was tense. Like the gameplay gets tense. That was maybe my favorite section of the entire game was, you know, Ellie says something like, oh, fuck, I guess I got to go through that park. And you look at the park and it's like overgrown and you're like, fuck me. Something (laughs) is happening. And I'm just crawling, crawling. And then there's this little ditch where you can't crawl anymore. And when you try to jump up the ditch, you get that arrow and that little cutscene where you hear the whistles. And that was one of the best moments I had in the entire game was the first time you hear all the whistles and you realize what's happening and you realize how fucking scared you are. Oh, my God. That was that was just such a good, good fucking moment. And that little set was awesome. I love the little park. It, yeah. it is rare that a game can like elicit true panic. Yeah. And, and I thought this game did a good job of that. Of like, I'm fumbling with my controller. Like, get the fucking shotgun out. Uh, and, and so that, that was good. And that section was the. No, what was the one from the the trailer that they showed? Where like they got oh, the guy. Oh, that was later. Oh, that was. Oh. Well, you talking about when like they they cut they, clipper wings? They clipper yeah. wings. That was later, but that was, that was like, like a parking like garage else. area. I feel like there was. I thought there was something else where we saw. Something with the scars. We didn't know what they were, or who they were, or anything. Maybe I'm wrong. No, it was the clip your wings. I thought that was like the that second was... trailer we ever saw. Out, that yeah. was like maybe the first trailer because we saw that teaser. And and first. did they had they super did they they superimposed Ellie into that section? Right? Is that what they no. did? I don't Ellie's think so. Not in that section. That's why at first remember everyone was like, "What is this fucking game?" And they were using the like right? all new terminology. It's like, oh, here come the demons, and we were like, "What mm-hmm. the fuck?" Oh. Yeah. Because then the second trailer was Ellie playing the guitar and then Joel saying, like, let's go, kiddo, or something mm. like that. Hmm. OK, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe I'm misremembering. There is a trailer. I uh, I think the one where it's either that one or the one after where he says, like, are you really going to do this? And Ellie's playing the guitar where Ellie is standing and a hand comes from behind her and it zooms out and it's Joel. In the game, that exact moment happens, but it's Jesse. Yeah. Mm. And that's you're thinking it's going to be Tommy, though. So they still got you. Yeah, I did think yeah. it was going to be Tommy. And then it's Jesse. Yeah, it's like for okay. sure. I, I yeah, was I never that. saw I never saw that trailer. That's why um, people were saying that they were like deceiving. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Like, yeah, they told us Joel was going to be alive. How was it's the Joel better death for it? For everyone. It's better for it. The Joel. I, I loved it, man. It worked for me, too. Yeah. yeah. What were your guys' kind of feelings at the end? Because, like, I, I mean, apart from, like, what did you, th- how did you feel about the ending? Like the, I mean, which ending? <laughs> the, like, the <laughs> she, she, she's playing the guitar with, like, fucking two fingers, which I yeah. thought was one of the coolest things in the game. It made and, it, it, it even found a way to make that worth it. Yeah. Like, it's like, it gave that thing a moment. The guitar thing that just felt like a throwaway thing. I never did it optionally, right? Like, I know yeah. you could pick it up. Um, you practice. But yeah, I even made that a thing. Um, yeah, and then just her, like, you know, walking away. And, like, the fact that, you know, Dina left. And, you know, I, I thought brutal. it was really effective. I just, like, kind of felt empty. Yeah. At, oh, yeah. You know, when I was, like, you know, the, tr- the, the credits roll, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, the, yeah. Fuck. I thought it was effective. It works. It, yeah, I thought, like... Her sitting there, it's like, here's this thing that the one of the only things she has left of Joel, right? She can, He taught her to play the guitar. It's like she can't do that anymore, right? Like her revenge really came back and fucking like 
It costs her everything. Yeah, yeah everything. She has Dina's nothing. gone. The house is empty. The baby's gone. You know, all these people are gone from her life. It was like for a game filled with like despair and beating the shit out of these characters, like almost nothing good happens to these characters. It's like it was fucking it was a lot like it's a fucking yeah. like brutal, ruthless ending. But like it I was pretty. I was pretty confident that the like awesome farmhouse day was going to be the end of the game. Me too. And like, wow. OK, you know, she really grew. We Yeah, we went a little crazy there, but we got some closure and, you know, we're finding some forgiveness and some healing in each other. And we have this beautiful life and I can move on. And, you know, Tommy's going to come to me and I'm going to reject him. And that's really going to be, you know, a test of, of my character and where I am and my healing and and then just like like when when she when they're having the conversation right dina and ellie of like i have to do this and dina's like i'm not doing this again and Mm -hmm. ellie's like that's on you and just walks out i'm like what are you doing ellie oh that was brutal and then when she comes back and the house is empty like that that was the saddest moment in the game to me yeah it was like you know she's not there and mad it's not, you know, like, oh, they were attacked and, and dead or something, which I, I thought would have been sort of cliche. So I'm glad they didn't do that. It's like they're yeah. just gone, like all up and out. No info on where to find them. That's yeah. it. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. The the empty feeling, Sam, like I, I was describing it as exhausted. but I think empty is another great way. Like, I think that that was one of the most interesting, unique things that like there's just nothing like it. There's I've never felt this way, even with a movie. And I think this is where like the natural exhaustion and length of video games kind of helps. Um, that like I just I slept so horribly that night. I, I beat I that game <laughs> at like midnight, could not go to sleep, like just was so upset. And then the next day I was just in a fucking weird funk, too. And it, it was just. I'm, I'm almost like speechless about it. Like just how awful you feel at the end, because like, yeah, like the cycle of violence and all, but like also like this is like junky behavior, you know, like they're, they're obsessed to the point where they are willing to throw everything good in their life away. And it, it the, the weird feeling of like hating both characters at different times for what you have to do while you're playing as them is a really interesting disconnect that I'm not sure any other game has really given me. If that makes sense. Like so many times I was just like, you dumb bitch. Don't kill Jesse. I hate you. Stop. He's such a nice guy. (laughs) And then, you know, Manny dies and I'm like fucking sad about Manny. It's, it, it really is just, I don't know, man. Yeah. I thought that the like story, sort of when the stories intertwine again so like when abby gets to the theater Mm -hmm. and uh she's got like the knife to dina and ellie's like stop stop she's pregnant abby's like good oh "Oh, no (laughs) (laughs) well i mean because there's so many parallels because what's her name i know meg Meg got killed and it's interesting because uh lev Lev. is like the one who is like don't like, don't he kill breaks him. the cycle. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, at the end of the game, like Ellie has her knife and then she has that like flashback of like her sort of making amends with Joel. It's just like, fuck, you know. But my thing is like, cool. 
for me, the thing that I was, and maybe I'm reading too much into it. She has that flashback of Joel. Mm -hmm. And I think in that flashback, she says, like, he's like, is there like, are you ever going to forgive me? And she's like, I don't know, but I'm going to try or or something along those lines. And then that's when she kind of lets go and it's just like, go to Abby. To Mm -hmm. me, it was like, I don't know. There's some sort of like her realizing Joel was shitty. Like Joel brought this on himself. That's why like when Joel got killed, like I was sad about it, but I was like, I don't know why. Everyone hates Abby. Joel was a piece of shit in The Last of Us 1. And not just at the end, <laughs> but like throughout the whole game, he's kind of like, I murder civilians. I steal food. I'm a bad person to survive. <laughs> and like, I like well, I mean, Joel. I think the, the interesting thing with Joel is that like the game aligns you eventually with him yeah. through like the dad mm-hmm. instinct, right? The It makes everything okay. And this is just kind of working against that shit so hard. Which is just so interesting to be like, not, not like, yeah, but like that doesn't, you know, like love will make you do fucking crazy things like murder everyone in a hospital, but hate will make you do some fucking equally crazy shit, right? Like which one is more powerful? Like, I don't know. There's just so much shit, but yeah, I, I didn't, that's funny that you read that moment like that. Cause I just read it as like her just realizing that that's not what Joel would have wanted. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you know, I took, Joel I took, took it a little more. Shit. Yeah, I took it a little more like that too because she was continually having the flashbacks of him, you know, in his fucking fucked up face, and then yeah. in that moment, you know, she has this flashback of like this, you know, perfect idyllic moment of him strumming his guitar, you know, out in this snowy cabin, and for me, it was like her realizing, even if I do this, like that's not going to bring him back, and. I think it has parallels to the conversation that they were having about forgiveness and kind of letting go and trying to move on. Um, And I think that he was like he was a shitty person, but for all intents and purposes and like whether she liked it or not, like she loved Joel. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. and I so that's why I read that from from that situation. It was just like a, you know, killing you is not going to get rid of this hurt. And this yeah. rage and this, you know, these visions inside my head, like mm-hmm. I have, I guess I just have to try to sort of, you know, look at the positive and, and remember the good times. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think Le- Lev says multiple times, I think, uh, or I think it's when Abby and him are talking the whole like um, we forget to look for the light. Mm. It's not that we can't see the light or something like that. It's that we forget to look for it. Some 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 version of that quote. And I think like that's maybe what's happening to both of them right they're so blinded by this the, this revenge and like the, the the rage of the moment that they forget that like oh neither of their dads would have fucking wanted this shit it's not gonna make it better yeah, yeah. and ellie lost those fingers because of it like that fight scene was pretty it was brutal it's visceral chompers it's, it's kind of interesting how awful that section is from a gameplay standpoint you know, you're just moving the camera and you're moving both the analog sticks and mashing square bunch. But as as like non-existent as that section is gameplay wise, it's still so interesting how much you're like, I don't want to press square. It feels like you couldn't make that section more complex gameplay wise because it already feels like so uncomfortable and awful to just press the one button multiple yeah. times. You don't not you just don't want to. Like I think by the end, obviously, you're like, Ellie, just fucking walk away, bro. 
Now, see, I, I mean, maybe maybe I'm a terrible person. I kind I kind of wanted to finish it. I'm like, you know what? We set out to do a thing. Let's do it. And I think that's kind of I've been like seeing some things like people wanted like to have the choice and like, you know, do you kill Abby? Do you not kill Abby? And I'm kind of glad that it sort of forced me because I in the moment, I definitely wouldn't have thought about all of the things I thought about, like after the fact, you know, just because I was kind of, you know, I'm not Ellie, you know, I'm not I'm removed from the situation a little bit, but I'm kind of glad because um, I, I definitely it's like, you know what? Let's finish this. Um, but, you know, I'm glad that it forced me away from it. Okay, I, also, how, I just um, think that's a sad. weird complaint. You know, it's like that's not what the game is. Yeah. The yeah. people who have that. I Although I did think that we were going to have a choice when they met up at the theater and it was like, you know, who who are you going to be and who are you going to kind of like take out? Yeah. Mm. You've seen both sides of the story. You know, who do you side with now? But yeah. I do feel like yeah. when you think of how divisive or not divisive, but how uh, definitive The Last of Us one was narrative wise. Mm hmm. You know, it really does like seem it seemed like it would not even work to give you any choice in this game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I, I think that is that is one. I don't think that I don't think Neil wanted you to have a choice ever <laughs> because it's his it's his fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, but and he won't stop reminding you about it. Neil but hates I, choice. Yeah. But I, I thought like that was at least consistent. Right. The lack of choice and just like the game's not even give like, you know, everyone's like, oh, you're supposed to feel bad for killing people. Like the game's not giving you any judgment on any of this shit. It's just like giving you the fucking story. If you feel bad for killing people, that's because you're a good person. I do yeah. feel like it. It like not that it's trying to make you feel bad, but I to Cass's point, like the people scream the names. It's like I don't think it's trying to make me morally question anything. I think it's showing that like Ellie, what Ellie is doing is fucked up in its own right in her yes. universe. What she's doing is fucked up. These are people that she's killing for no reason, really, except her own revenge. So, like, them yelling the names, like, it was kind of effective not in making me question, like, my God, what did I personally just do? Exactly. <laughs> but, like, what Ellie is yeah. doing. There's, like, that one moment where you walk through, I think it's the WLF morgue. And there's like all mm. those fucking body bags. They're like, mm. these are all from, you know, this week. It's like, yeah, trespassers. It's like, holy fuck. Like half of these are me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess I didn't. I mean, I didn't connect those dots. That's a that's a it's interesting. It's cool. Yeah. And I think to the ending, which is also pretty controversial. I feel like if if Ellie goes and kills Abby. And just that's it, like. It just feels like, I don't know, like the most obvious thing for her to kill her. Like, and then that's it. There's the revenge. And then they walked away. Like it didn't see it wouldn't have fit narratively, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I feel like at that point you get closer to like not actual torture porn, but like the idea of torture porn of just like glorifying it, like making it not that it can't be cool. It can be fucking cool. I love violence and, and all my media, but like it, it, it. What is there to say if that's how the story ends, right? Mm -hmm. Like, well, sure, I, I, she could yeah. still have the same, like, epilogue of coming back and being bummed. But it's way more powerful that she didn't get revenge and everything still got fucked because she decided to pursue it. And I think, yeah. I, I think like, 
it, it doesn't really add anything either. It's like, OK, so she killed her and now she's empty inside. And sort of what's the what's the message is like revenge will leave you empty and blah, blah, blah. And OK, she goes down there and she beats the shit out of her and doesn't kill her and feels empty inside. It's like, what's the message? The message is the fucking same. So yeah. if you don't have to kill her, I don't know. I, I guess also, I'm glad I'm glad that they didn't uh, in yeah. a way, because I do think it adds some some other interesting bells and whistles. She goes yeah. she starts the fireflies, bro. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah so she's going to be the, the new head of the Rattlers, putting people up <laughs> on the columns. <laughs> that was so awful, dude. So awful. Yeah, Jesus. God, it was. Uh, and I, I do think, too, like one thing that sections like. I think by the time you're in the water fighting with Abby, it's like everything is so relentless that it's like, I don't know how Ellie could be like, this has been such a monument, like, like monumental mistake. She's lost so much. And then now we do it all over again. Right. And it's like, she gets fucking hit in the spleen. She's bleeding out. She's losing fingers. Like they're both on the brink of death. Like, I don't know how in that moment she doesn't say like this was fucking worthless. Like I like why did I do this? Um yeah. I mean she, I think there's a moment where like she's almost like confused. It's like I think I'm going to let them go. There's two boats. Yeah. You know, like I I guess I saved her. What the fuck is happening? Like it's just like such a I think a weird predicament that like she has to save her to fuck her up. Yeah. It was a very interesting just like mind fuck. Yeah. I mean, they were both in like these, you know, both in pretty bad shape. It's like them just limping away from after he, she saves them. I was like, this is kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I also like that the opening screen when you start the game is that boat. Yeah. From the end. That's so cool. Uh, once, once you get there. Yeah, I was, mm-hmm. I dug that. Um, Do you guys see what happens when you go to the home screen after you beat the game? Yeah, it's beached in Santa Barbara, right? Yeah, it's beached in, uh, uh, not Santa Barbara uh the other uh catalina island oh oh so i guess abby arrived is the implication that's perhaps that's where the fireflies oh, really? are supposed to be yeah yeah oh, that's i didn't were... know that well that's cool that's yeah, that, is, that cool. is super cool that i didn't i i mean of course i've never been there so i wouldn't but that's that's really awesome that that's that's what happened cool hmm. i do think one thing outside of the story uh i went back and I was watching scenes from The Last of Us, mainly because there were scenes that people were bringing up as like evidence to support arguments in this game. So I was just curious to go back and watch them. Um, Why do you poison your mind like this? Well, it's just like <laughs> all I was doing was watching old scenes of The Last of Us. Uh, and it's crazy. Like in my head when I was playing through The Last of Us 2, I'm like, this is how the game like Joel always looked like this. And like I went back and I'm like, oh, man. Like this game looks fantastic compared to that. Like we thought The Last of Us looked amazing in its time. And it's just crazy to look at like the animations in this game, the fluidity of the movements. Uh, I mean, on a PS4, like the environments, like the forests, it's kind of unreal yeah. how good the game is. Yeah, looks. it's incredible. Because of how like big that game was and, and obviously the remastered helps too. I think we all forget that that game's seven years old. Yeah. Hmm. Like that, that shit does not feel that old. I think even a, a little neat thing in the gameplay 
is how open everything is right in the last of us Two, you can run and hide again and get in stealth and check rooms and almost every room can like be entered or whatever i forgot in the last of us all the doors have like that uh those bars on them like somebody put a like a uh oh like boarded it like a rainbow six uh like Mm -hmm. bar that you put up on all the doors fedra sealed yep it's like (laughs) damn like the design decisions like the capabilities of the the engine now to like have all of these different rooms accessible and to go through each individual drawer which Mm -hmm. very red dead redemption too yeah, it was. I thought it was worth it, at least in the sense that, like, you actually, I, I really liked the layout of all the collect, all the pickup stuff, not collectibles, but, you know, the meds, the the gears and all your all your uh, resources, um, plus like the little narrative stuff you find lying around. I really liked how it worked. Like, I thought some of those sections where you realize, oh, that's a because the wayfinding in this game is fucking phenomenal. You're never lost. Like for a second. Yeah. But when you realize like, oh, I could just go to that fucking building and there's actually going to be like a reward for going there every time was really, really cool. Like I was never disappointed when I went and did the work to open a safe. Mm. You know, I was always really fucking happy I did it Um, both narratively and then gameplay like resource what I'm getting. I thought it always served up both. um, and, And it just it just never made it feel super dull. Like to really pull me out of the experience. And in in terms of what Andy's saying and like comparing it to the first Last of Us, I was surprised actually at how much more fluid it felt with just the additions of the jump and the additions of like the prone and crawl. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you can sneak in a bunch of little nooks and crannies with that prone (laughs) thing, man, and you can hide Mm -hmm. in all kinds of spots. And uh, I I was shocked at how much that opened up the game really. Love the yeah. grass. Yeah, crawling mm. through lot the grass. Of, lot of good grass, yeah. yeah. Crawling under a crawling under a truck is nice, and then they like look oh, yeah. under there at you. It's like fuck. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. I do like I thought good. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Andy. I was gonna say I, I like the uh get knocked back and I'm like laying on my back, mm-hmm. kinda aiming mm-hmm. with the gun. Yeah. It some of those like sections did feel very like very frantic where I'm like, oh, I'm out of bullets. I'm just gonna run and hope I can find like the way to go. And like, I did that a few times, you know, where mm. I didn't kill everybody, but I was able to like, you know, run in like, you know, mash triangle or mash square or whatever. And like put the shit behind me. And then like, I'm free. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like that kind of effectively ended that segment. I thought it was really cool. Instead of like going through and killing everyone. I did that. You too. don't really feel like you cheesed it too. When you do yeah. that shit, you can hear feel like you earned it because it was fucking hard yeah. either. way. And you can like hear them running behind you as I'm like mashing triangle to open a door. <laughs> I did that a lot on the scars island. I, by that point, I was mm. like, I need, I do not want to fight these people. And I'm like stealthing my way. And then as soon as I would get caught, I'm like running to the exit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. You're going through the, the, the corn the corn fields. fields and yep. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, just running away from everyone. But I liked embracing the chaos, though, like killing someone on purpose. Like, I'm like, I know this is going to make noise. but I'm going to strategically kill that guy and have a Molotov in my hand and just fucking book it. Yeah. Like the gameplay, it didn't break the gameplay. No, because I think if you decided to play, because I way. think once you go loud, like the game go like reacts to that. Cool. Like people all hear it and then they all start to panic. They don't know where you, it's not like I think Cass said before, like it's not like you break stealth and it's like instantaneous 
everyone knows where you are and there's no going back you've changed the state of the game yeah now. yeah mm-hmm. it's like now it's a bit yeah. more dynamic i thought the music was great mm-hmm. dude yeah. killer that you fucking know, take, on me section? take on me was great oh i loved that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was so good i'm a sucker for moments like that and that was cool yeah yeah how good was the uh another favorite moment was when you're playing as abby you're in the hospital the basement and you're like i gotta get the power on to open these doors that are definitely housing the worst horseshit oh. this game's gonna <laughs> throw at me like yeah. i thought all of the that one moment specifically um just because it was so scary but all the like uh what are they what are the big guys right there's obviously the big big guy that abby the fights, shamblers but then or the, what are they called? Were they were they called shamblers? That sounds right. Maybe sure. The the, the big guys that like the big guys the smoke clouds you, yeah. or whatever. Right, right. You have one too with Ellie when she's like in an arcade or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit. That's actually cool too. Yeah, I thought that shit was awesome, especially for like because I just hoard all my shit basically. Like the moment I use one Molotov, my new goal is to build another Molotov. <laughs> so. I just love that, like, in those moments of panic, it worked out for me because I just fucking threw everything and it was so satisfying. Yeah, that, but that also, Abby one is fucked up with the set when it splits up and you have the little runner. Yeah, yeah, that little oh, boss, yeah. that, that, like the last <laughs> boss fight, that was sick. I thought that was really that was cool. was so cool good. I, uh, I liked all of the sort of nightmare PTSD moments of, you know, like Abby running through that same red door at the hospital to like find her dead dad over and over and over again. And the one time she opens it and it's Lev and Yara hanging up there. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, The like Ellie's flashback at the near end when she freaks out when she has the baby in the barn. I thought that was really cool. Sprinting down the stairs trying to save joel it's like yeah i I thought that was well done yeah i thought that i thought that the the farm scene was like just like a a dream of hers and she was gonna wake up dead on the floor of the the um fucking theater like i thought oh fuck that's that's that abby had killed her yeah you know because i i I couldn't believe that abby let her walk that abby let her walk away yeah um but i thought the whole time that farm section i was in like like I know I'm holding a baby, so this game can only throw so much at me. Mm-hmm. But I was still so fucking sure Abby was going to show up. So sure. Oh, it's like, there's no funny. way. Like, I was just, I was like so nervous. I was like, you go into the barn, right? You're herding the sheep into the barn. And then I'm like, motherfucker, what's going to happen? Swinging here? a gun. And all it is, yeah, all it is is PTSD. <laughs> like, yeah. But it, I mean, that was effective. Like, why the fuck was I so scared? We were, I, I know how games work. Yeah. I did like, I, I, I love the flashbacks with Ellie normally, like going to the dinosaur museum and then like mm-hmm. that whole space section where you've seen the pin on her backpack that was very cool. the whole game. And it's like, go pick your, I was like super fucking into that. Um, Five, four. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. and it's, I think it's cool. Cause I'm, I, I had forgotten this, but I watched a video kind of like, Oh, these are the 10 details you might've missed or whatever. And uh, watch Thanks, watch, watch Mojo. Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> um, But you know, in like the first game, she like makes an offhand comment about how she wants to be an astronaut. Like she would have wanted to be an astronaut if she didn't live in this world. And, you know that Joel kind of like one remembered that and two made it happen for her was really sweet and really cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's case in point. Like why she obviously loves Joel, right? Yeah. Like yeah, this dude. You know, I think everyone has that relationship to some degree with their parents. Where you're like, 
fuck this guy, but love this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the flashback moment when we were in Ellie's shoes at St. Mary's Hospital, I was like, oh, OK, yeah. so she's about to find out. OK, this is going to suck. Yeah. I also love that that wasn't like a reveal that happened post Joel's death or happened like current timeline. You know, like we were living with that information already mm-hmm. for a couple years. Yeah. And I thought that just set up Ellie to be a much more interesting character because like the the line in like the I think the final flashback with her and Joel where like they're kind of like, uh, you know, he has a coffee. I thought like. Oh, fuck. What was I saying? God damn it. It just like it, it would have been a much different game. Right. If they had if oh, they yeah, had yeah. gone that. Right. I, I remember the yeah, line, the line was, yeah. some, was something Sorry. like I could my life could have meant something. Mm-hmm. Like that alone is a fucking interesting angle now that she knows that. Yeah. And you know, if, just a new layer. And when Joel's like, if I could do it all again, I would do the same thing. Oh, yeah. like, I cried. I straight shit. up cried. <laughs> so badass. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. But, but I, I agree if it's like, OK, so he's dead and, and he dies sort of this martyr to me. And then I find out this information that he sort of betrayed me like it's a it's a much different game. And like the whole theme of the game is is about her dealing with that mm-hmm. instead of sort of the yeah. the longer term effects of that and forgiveness and dealing with that person now that they're gone and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I also liked that. We we kind of got the. When it opens, we see Joel telling Tommy about it. But mm. we know, like, I feel like you immediately start to pick up on that. Ellie must know, right? Like, she is very, she's very cold to Joel in the beginning, and we don't aren't told explicitly that she knows. Um, mm. But like, I thought it was interesting that they show all of that, mm. and then we don't see him admit it to her until pretty much a lot later in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, I really liked the opening too, just like in the town. I like the party thing. I like Joel being the protective I dad mean, and like, you know, punching some dude. And obviously she's pissed about yeah. it. Like all of that worked for me, too. I'm a sucker for the media that starts the morning after something big just happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was about to say that that's like one of the, you know, you're talking about the misdirection, you know, upsetting people. I think this is one of those moments where the the marketing misdirection. It wasn't even true misdirection, but the fact that like. You're like, oh, wait, are we just not going to get that trailer, that yeah. scene the where Dean and Ellie kiss? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I guess we're not going to get that. That's interesting. But I've they obviously know everyone who's played the game is going to have seen that marketing. Yeah. So just just to know you have that and then you still get that moment and, you know, you get the old man giving you a fucking sandwich and apologizing <laughs> for being a, a dick. Yeah. Uh, God damn, dude. Before we yeah. wrap, one of the memes that is like I saw on Twitter pops up so many times is that the game is inconsistent because she didn't forgive the homophobe when he gave her the sandwich, but she forgave Abby. One to one. That was like side by side. It was like Ellie will forgive, won't forgive. <laughs> This guy, but will forgive Abby, who murdered her father. Oh, like, oh there <laughs> it is. Take a look in the mirror, dude, if that's where you're at. Like, act, act, like no bullshit, no memeing. Take a look at the mirror if, if that's what you're at and, and just examine that for a moment. Yeah. Can we talk about one other 
part, the part in the subway where like the shit's lit up red with the flares mm-hmm. and you're hiding mm-hmm. from that the wolves so and the wolves are hiding from the clickers. That was the coolest shit. And just like visually stunning. And like, I just, there was, I feel like that was one of the only times that time. And at the very end is when you're like facing off against like both kind of factions at the same time. I don't think that was a, a kind of a really effective. It was cool. Very visually beautiful too. Yeah. When I fell, is it the subway? Is that when I fell, when I fell out after the hospital, when you're chasing after uh, Nora. Nora and you, you get down there, yeah. it's all red. Immediately there was like the bunch of wolves and then you hear mm-hmm. the clickers and I was like, I have no ammo and just fucking chucked a brick <laughs> and like the clickers <laughs> run in. And then I did the thing where I was like, run to the exit <laughs> triangle to get out of there. Clickers are feasting on the yeah, wolves. They're back like there. screaming. Yeah. It was and awesome. It's just like popping off. You know, like they're shooting their guns and like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And I, I had a couple times moments yeah. like that. And then the chaos like subsided and I couldn't figure out who was left. It was like maybe <laughs> one clicker and then there is one wolf, but I don't know where he is. And it's like I might have to run into them before I get out of here and like finding them and stuff. It was cool. Yeah. Shout out to uh, just all the technical accomplishments of this game. I know we just the story is the most fun to talk about. But it's just nuts how fucking wild this game looks and sounds and feels and what the fuck, dude. I, uh, I'm i excited for the PS5 now, you know? If this is where we're closing the book on the PS4, yeah. like, I felt something different here, right? Like, I think Uncharted 4 was what I would have called. Maybe, like, for, especially for games that go for, like, realism, right? Like, the best-looking game. And then you could argue easily, like, Persona 5 maybe the best-looking game. But, um, you know, they fucking topped themselves. Like, they only had themselves to top, really, and... It's it's wild how stunning every section of that game is with no load screens and a one second death screen, two second death screen. Yeah. Like, I just can't believe this shit was happening on the same thing that like almost explodes when I play MLB. <laughs> I mean, it almost explodes when you do this, too, but it, it never exploded on me. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, I think. Uh, fuck, I was going to say something else. Ah, Fuck, I can't remember. Did you like the scene where Dina and Ellie smoked weed? I, I mean, I thought that was cute. That was so cute, dude. It was so it's such a good moment. I'm not yeah. down with that stuff. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's why they took it too far. That's why you review bomb the game. Zero on Metacritic because of that. Also, she didn't forgive the guy for the sandwiches, and um, <laughs> I do think it will be interesting. Like, where does Naughty Dog go from from here? And and maybe that's too long of a discussion because we're. We just talked about the game forever, but it's like new. Yeah, IP, I mean, hopefully. I imagine it has to be right. Like, I feel like Last of Us has to be over. Like, I know we all said that after Last of Us one, like that was definitive. This feels pretty definitive yeah. um, <laughs> outside of yeah. doing a Lost Legacy side character thing, which would feel incredibly weird, weird to do after that ending. It's yeah. like, and I feel yeah. like they're not going back to Uncharted. It's like we're gonna get realistic yeah, Jack crash. and Daxter, <laughs> dude. Jack and Daxter combat racing. Hell yeah, Daxter PSP remastered. Boys, any closing? Give the people what they want, Neil. Any closing thoughts before we wrap up here? 
Uh, yeah, one big shout out that that they actually used like a transgender actor to play Lev. I thought that was super cool. Um, and yeah, that was it. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Robert, we're so glad you enjoyed it. Please tweet at Robert Jr. Jr. He'll give you his positive takes. Uh, you can follow the show. Robert's actually starting to get annoying, by the way. He's been so annoying with how much he talks about this game. He won't fucking it shut really up about him. it, dude. I'll try to be like, dude, you want to play Forza? And he's like, oh, we should play The Last of Us 2 again. Yeah. Hey, I brought up that Halo Infinite's going to get announced this month. And he was like, you know what? Probably not as good as The Last of Us. Like, how could it top, top that? Yeah. Uh... Uh, follow the show at awkpause. Go to awkwardpausepod.com. Do things there. You can go look at the merch. Maybe the, <laughs> if you if you order it, it might ship at some point in the future. Uh, what's the what's the ETA on shipment right now, Sam? I, no months? joke. I think Sam King bought a shirt in February or maybe early March, and it shipped like two weeks ago. It's fucked. You know. Sorry, yeah. nothing we can do about it. In I demand. wish we could, but... That's what it's like to be in yeah. demand. Yeah, it's, it's just demand. Yeah, yeah. We're, out, we're, we're selling out. <laughs> Don't buy anything stock. from Robert if he tries to sell it to you. Uh, <laughs> at Street Super is my handle. You can follow me there. Cassie Sargent, where can they find you? Uh, follow me at Sergeant Cass. Uh, the game was good. It is not the Schindler's List of video games. Definitely not. Let's chill out, everybody. What is the Schindler's List of video games? I don't games? want to talk about it. <laughs> Maybe it's Deadly Premonition. It is Deadly Premonition. <laughs> Elmer Gordano. <laughs> Uh, don't make dumb comparisons. Uh, you can find me at Elmer is not mad on Twitter. Sam Atherton. Uh, catch me on Etsy. Etsy.com backslash shop backslash S-A-M-U Woodgoods. Got a bunch of new stuff. Check it out. Until next time. Stay golden. Me. Mm-hmm.